Welcome to the Manchild Chronicles podcast, where four friends talk entertainment, fatherhood, and sports, all with sarcasm, comedic timing, and a healthy dose of toxic masculinity. Let's welcome our hosts, Ryan, John, Mike, and Jay. Growing up never took so long. Hey, welcome in, cronies, to the Man Child Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, here with my three best friends, Michael, John, and Jay. And tonight, we're going to play Man Child Trivia. And we're going to do a bank or a draft. I knew I was going to mess up the intro of robbing a bank. <laughs> and with us today is our best special friend, Ant Man. Ant, what have you been like up to that. lately? I like the title, The Best Special Friend. <laughs> <laughs> Legally, we have, we have to say that, folks. It's a yep. legal thing. He is it's our legal special thing. little Got boy. Got it. We have, <laughs> out of all of our special friends, you're our favorite. Man, thanks for having me back. It's uh, It's been a while. I feel like it's. Uh, I thought maybe I did something wrong for a little bit, no? Tell me, how <laughs> am I supposed to live without you? <laughs> So as long as we're not doing 90s country, Michael jump in and sing all day long. So we just have we We should have done Michael Bolton. Yeah, we got to get that R and B and some soft soft pop of Captain Jack Sparrow. That's my favorite. Just make sure I'm back when you when you do the Michael Bolton episode, please. Oh man! All right, sounds great. Let's get into man child trivia. It's time to play Bad Child Trivia. Cronies, you know how the game works. We all have a topic. Tonight, I am going to do the farmer's market. (laughs) John? I'm going to come at you with things that are sticky. Things that are sticky. Interesting. Um. Tonight, I will be doing the office trivia. Oh, Jay. Very nice. And I'll be coming at you guys with some trivia on holidays. Wow. Ant, are you, do you have a topic or are you just going to play with us? I'm just playing. All right. I'm a special friend who's just playing. Yes. He's a special (laughs) friend who's playing with us. Let's do some calls. Let's do some uh, call signs here. John, what's your call sign? Yep. Mike. Ah! Jay. <laughs> Woo! Ant. What? <laughs> and mine. <laughs> Brother. All right. Ant, can can I can I request you to change your call sign? Because you, like you, you you do a really good yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I would love. For, I would love for you to bring some LA night into this. Done. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. My trivia topics all have to do with the farmers market. We okay. love this time of year going to the farmers market. Nothing better to do on a Saturday afternoon than grab the wife. And get some vegetables and fruits and honey and who knows what else. Everyone, I need everyone to hold on. I know I'm old and I talk regularly how old I feel. I eat Raisin Bran as my favorite cereal. 
I have yet to hit the age where I go, let's go to the farmer's market. <laughs> so, Ryan, how old were you when you finally decided well, that was I've, fun? I've always liked the farmer's market. I'm from South Dakota, so grew up around farmers. My family farms, so I support the farmer's market. And when we lived in... It, it was the only thing open on Saturdays where he comes Doesn't look like it. That's <laughs> true. It's true. We, if, you, if you've never been to a farmer's market, you probably haven't been to a good one. When we lived in Lincoln, Nebraska, okay. that thing was an extra, extravaganza every Saturday. They had, they had uh, kit, stuff for the kids there. There was all kinds of food, fresh food. Uh, you could buy... It was almost like an arts and crafts type thing, too, but it was huge in downtown Lincoln every Saturday. So it was a really fun experience. The the men and night ladies on the pole. Yeah. Oh yeah. Showing showing up to their kneecaps. It was wild. <laughs> men and night ladies on the pole. Can I get a yeah? Like we, just, yeah. we just found the title of this episode. <laughs> All right. Oh man. First first uh trivia questions about sweet corn. What is the biggest height for a stock of sweet corn? I have multiple choice here for you. A, 27 feet, 8 inches. B, 35 feet, 3 inches. Or C, 19 feet, 10 inches. What was A again? 27 feet, 8 inches. Somebody can get ah! me multiple choice. There you go, Mike. Ah! I I was just I knew I was gonna get picked anyway, so I was like, ah, I'll just take the point. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with C, 19 feet. That is incorrect. The correct answer is B, 35 feet and three inches. Wow, that's a big stock of corn. Where does that I, grow? I have yeah. never in seen the, from the ground, John. They grow in the ground. I know, but where? That makes the movie signs so much creepier. Just so we know. (laughs) Fee, fi, fo, fum. All right. Um. Next. These are all multiple choice. Otherwise, it'd be too hard. What is the biggest health benefit from watermelon? A. Hmm. Reduces risk for several types of cancer. I got to hold on here. Uh, cardiovascular diseases and macular degeneration. Oof. Increases your endorphins by 63% when you eat and cleanses, and C is cleanses your urinary tract. Woo! J. That cleanses your urinary tract. That is incorrect. It is A. Reduces the risk of several types of cancer. Helps with cardiovascular diseases and macular degeneration. Good old watermelon. Interesting. Interesting. Everybody thought watermelon was just good because it was water, right? Nope. It's actually good for you. That's what I thought. All right. Question number three. Where do tomatoes originate from? A, France. B, China. C, South America. China. Yeah. 
Was that Ant? I heard, yeah. China. I think it was John that said it. <laughs> You're saying China? That is no, incorrect. it was Ant. South the America. Triumph. Researchers discovered South America a tomato plant that had originated 80,000 years ago near Ecuador. That crazy eighty. How could <laughs> how they? How would you discover that? Some strand of tomato they <laughs> dated all the way back to eighty thousand wow. years ago. Insane. It was right next to the cocaine plant. <laughs> crazy <laughs> stuff. <laughs> crazy. All right. Last question. Honeybees have to fly how far? And how many flowers do they have to visit to produce one pound of honey? 50, A, 55,000 miles and 2 million flowers. B, 25,000 miles and 1 million flowers. Or C, 78,000 miles and 3 million flowers. Ah! Michael. Ah! C. That is incorrect. Boy, O four mm. for all you guys. It was A. They have to travel 55,000 miles and visit 2 million flowers just to produce one pound of honey. Wow. And you know how pissed they are when we come steal all their honey, too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Did all that work and you just took it all. They better not go into my cupboards where my kids open them and then leave them there so they, like, ferment and get hard. They get oh. really mad. Yep. You know how long it took me to make this honey? <laughs> Your kids now take you, jars of honey into their room? The little teddy you know bear. No, in the cupboard. how stupid we are. You know how stupid we are, and why the heck would you make that trivia so hard? Yeah. It was, <laughs> well, it was, I figured you guys were, I thought they were interesting facts, and I thought you guys might get one of them right, but you guys all Save are bad. Save it for fun facts. None of yeah, you guys. Save it for fun facts. None trivia. of you guys buy a lottery ticket. No, uh, one thing interesting about honey, I want to say, is they use that as... <laughs> Keep going, Ryan. <laughs> in the medieval times, medieval times, and even before that, they used honey as currency. We're and, to prevent, pre- and to prevent pregnancy. To that now work? I'm listening. I have, I have questions. I have questions. <laughs> <laughs> Describe to us how this worked, Ryan. It's very dumb. They put a dab of honey on a piece of cloth and wrapped it around the women's belly. And they thought that would prevent pregnancy. I don't know why. We've gotten a lot breath, smarter. Yeah. Human race has gotten a lot smarter over the years. It's all about hypothesis. You have to figure it out. <laughs> just you don't guessing. know until you try it. <laughs> 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 try this. Process of elimination. Put a little bit of honey on that cloth and put it over a woman's belly. Yeah. Try it and see. Okay, right. John, you're up. I this is way dumber than what he did. So Thank you, John. Thank so, you so much. I, I this is so dumb because I didn't have a lot of time to prepare, so I went really dumb with this. I only have one that's my multiple choice. So that my category is things that are sticky. I'm nervous. So question number one. Honey. This, I say honey. Oh man. Good one. This sticky item has a square design and comes in multitude of colors. Brother, 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 brother. Jay. That would be the uh, post-it note. That is correct. Thank I you. can't. Last time we played Man Child Trivia, 
When I listened back, I won every one of these, and everybody kept saying Jay, so I can't wait for this one. I said, brother, 8,000 times before you wooed. And my wooed was way out there before you, Nimrod. All right, number two. (sighs) Tough. This sticky item comes from trees and is a breakfast favorite. (laughs) Michael. (laughs) Was that your answer, Michael? (laughs) Uh, that would be sap or maple syrup or whatever you want to call it. That is correct. Wow. Maple syrup. Question number three. This baking item isn't sticky until you get it wet. Yeah. Woo! And sugar. You are correct. Sugar ah, is nice. correct. Nice. All right, this is my multiple choice here, okay? Who invented Elmer's glue? Who invented Elmer's glue? A, Robert Elmer. B, Robert Elmer Jr. C, Robert Elmer III. D, Robert Oppenheimer. R, E, Ashton Stuhl. Uh Brother Ryan, <laughs> of course, I'm gonna go with Robert Elmer, the first Robert. That Elmer. is incorrect. That's the what I was gonna guess because you don't have you don't have three guys with the same name if it wasn't a dynasty. <laughs> That's right. The correct I name is Ashton Stool. He invented Elmer's glue. I figured it. I figured Stuhl. the Robert was all of was all a faux pas. Good job, John. <laughs> it was a ruse. Well done. Well done. Right. Question right. number five. Last oh, question. Okay. And you have to answer this doing a Winnie the Pooh impression to get a point. What does Winnie the Pooh love to eat? Brother. Brother. Ryan. Oh, bother, honey. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> well done. Good job, well Ryan. <laughs> All right. That means that the turntables have tided over to me. People ask me all the time if I would rather be feared or loved. The answer is, I want people to be afraid of how much they love me. That brings us to the office (laughs) trivia. Perfect. I I tried to make this not ridiculously hard, but medium hard. But I'm hoping you guys will surprise me and just sweep the category. Hold on. (laughs) We are in a hold position. back with Michael Scott, I'm going to be so excited. Little to the left. He's got your right hand, doesn't he? Oh, he's got the Funko Pops. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There's John. Right. So I did. I did have Michael Scott just in Funko form. Oh, hold those up to the camera <laughs> so we can see him. That is awesome. That's what she said. Yeah. Very cool. Very very cool. Is that Jim. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Question number one. What, and all of these are multiple choice, by the way, so you cannot answer until after the multiple choice is completed. Thank you for saying that. Each multiple choice has four options. What is Dwight Schrute's middle name? Kurt, Kent, 
Kirk or Kerm? Yeah. Ant. A. That is correct. Dwight Kurt Schrute. Kurt. Question number two. When Dwight is explaining his perfect crime, what is the name of the girl? Brittany, Tiffany, Melanie, Melody. Brother. Ryan. Tiffany. That is correct. Because he was referencing the chandelier and the daughter of the owner. (laughs) Question number three. Finish this classic Kelly Kapoor quote. (laughs) Yeah, I have a lot of questions. Number one, answer A, why would you do that? B, how dare you? C, how could you? D, are you kidding me? Woo! Yeah. J. That would be uh, B. Uh, how dare you? That is correct. Yeah, I have a lot of questions. Number one, how dare you? Um, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Question number three. What was the name of the acapella group that Andy sang in? A. Sexy Pitches. B. <laughs> Walkie talkies. <laughs> C. Here comes treble. D. Pitch slapped. Yeah. Yep. Ooh, that was close. I'm gonna go with J. That would be C. Here comes treble. That is correct. Here comes treble. Question number four. When Michael and Dwight try to get Toby fired by planting drugs. What do they actually plant in his desk? A, a Cobb salad. B, Caprizi salad. C, a chef's salad. Or D, a Caesar salad. Yeah. Ant. B. B, Caprizi salad is correct. Very, very good. All right. I'm hoping this one will be, hoping this one will be easy. In season one, episode five, the office debates <laughs> if a certain actress is hot or not. Who is this actress? Reese, Reese Witherspoon, Hillary Swank, Amanda Seyfried, or Helen Mirren? Woo! Jay. I love the Hillary Swank episode. <laughs> I love it. That is so is she hot cur- or not? <laughs> She's hot as heck. <laughs> What's she's a female Boris Becker. The game, the game is not. <laughs> the no game Boris is Becker. not. Uh, what? What is it? It's a. Uh, it's not. The game is. Is she her? hot? Not. Would you do her? Respect do the her. game. Yes. <laughs> Respect the game. All right. Good job, everybody. That's that's all I got. All right. Good stuff. I, I have uh, five questions, all of them surrounding the holidays. Uh, Only two of them will be multiple choice. I will tell you when that is. This is not that time. Which holiday is celebrated on February 2nd every year since 1877? 
Yep. John, before you answer, they did make a movie about this holiday. Yeah, Groundhog's Day. It is Groundhog's Day. Good job. It's Groundhog's Day. <clears throat> this one is no. not multiple choice. Oh, yes, Ann? I was going to ask if you're just going to ask the same question over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'll just ask it in a, in a yeah. different way. Yeah. Repeat. Uh, number two, which NFL teams have played every Thanksgiving since 1978? Brother, brother, brother. Yep. John, uh, Brian, sorry, Brian. Jeez. Oh, man. Okay, uh, the Cowboys and the Lions. That is correct. I almost knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I figured almost. Brian would get that one. All right, this one is multiple choice. You know your presidents, you'll get it. Which U.S. president signed into law that Christmas, New Year's Day, the 4th of July, and Thanksgiving were national holidays in 1870? A. Abraham Lincoln. B. Ulysses S. Grant. C. Andrew Johnson. Yep. John. Mr. Johnson. That is incorrect. The answer is Ulysses S. Grant. That's why he's my favorite president now. (laughs) What a hero. What an American hero. What a legend. Cool. This one is also multiple choice. What is the best-selling Christmas single of all time with over 50 million copies sold worldwide yeah we don't need multiple choice here pal okay oh it was multiple sorry it do you want to just go for it or do you guys want me to say my multiple let him go for it because i i think most of us know the answer to this he's confident okay white christmas nope the answer That's is Bing it. Cosby's White Christmas. Is oh, it? Is. <clears throat> that is the correct answer. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was Mariah Carey. <laughs> I thought it was Mariah Carey, too. Did you? My, fir- my first choice A was going to be Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. All I want for uh, Christmas is you, because I figured it would get you guys. But, sorry uh, I screwed that up. Aunt, no, I feel like you deserve a bonus. <laughs> Yeah. Isn't that grandma that got ran good. over by a reindeer? Oh, that's a great Grandma one. got ran over by a reindeer. No, <laughs> from my house, Christmas Eve. Redneck 12 Days of Christmas. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I guess I totally lied. There's three multiple choice. Last question and last multiple choice. How much candy is sold in the U.S. each Halloween? A, 6 million pounds. B, 60 million pounds. C, 600 million pounds. Or D, 1.6 billion pounds. Ha! Michael. You used this on a previous episode for something. And Mm -hmm. I don't exactly remember the answer, but I think it's C, the 600 million. Michael, you are correct. Oh, wow. Did I get back to zero? Look at that. All right. 
and doing the scores. John, you are at zero points. Nice. Michael, you are at zero points. Yes. Nice. Ryan, you are at plus three points. Heyo. Jay is at plus three points. And our guest, the Ant-Man, got plus four points. Ant-Man win. Wow. 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 And this might be the first time in history nobody had negative points in Mandrell Trivia. <laughs> Very impressive. In 82, 83 episodes. That's the first time. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Want to see the funniest and best moments from all the Manchild Chronicles? Be sure to follow on social media. You can find the Manchild crew on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Like and follow today so you don't miss anything that happens in the Manchild universe. All right, cronies. Some people like mustard. Let's get into it. The Weekly Mustard. Stories that make life tangy. All right, the Weekly Mustard. I don't have a lot of Weekly Mustard. I just want to start with uh, Ant, and Ant, just uh, two or three weeks ago, you and Michael got to go to the fine, safe city of Detroit to go to SummerSlam. Tell us about that experience. Uh, I mean, SummerSlam, traditionally SummerSlam, I think, is probably my favorite pay-per-view. I know WrestleMania is the big one, and that I've been to that before, and it was a lot of fun. But uh, SummerSlam is my favorite to watch, and uh, it didn't disappoint. I thought the, the ending of it was, uh, I mean, now we're kind of seeing where the bloodline is going, but that one kind of left us going, hmm. Wonder what they're doing next, uh, but because uh, it was it seemed kind of off from uh, their the run that they had been on. Uh, other than that, I mean, Logan Paul kicking things off was it was that was probably my favorite match of the whole thing. And uh, I mean, I know as he's getting a lot of eyeballs on WWE or just wrestling in general, but uh, the dude is a legit superstar. I mean, he whether you get cheered or booed is kind of the the level of either one of those kind of dictates where your standing is. And that play, yeah, there was a video I had of a guy that like you think that he ran over his that Logan had ran over his dog because he spent the entire <laughs> night f bombing Logan Paul even after he had left the building, uh, and he's sitting just 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 right by us. Um, it was fun crowd watching. Uh, I think we had a lot of fun because it goes uh, it goes from one end to the other. I mean, you have people that are rolling in, you know, G wagons that roll up to this thing. And you have people who didn't pay a light bill to be able to come to this thing, too. Um, but it, so that's what I love about uh, pro wrestling is that it, it kind of caters to everybody. It's not just to one particular demographic. And, and uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun at it. And uh, it was Detroit. It's probably the only time I'll ever visit Detroit. Nothing bad about Detroit. It just wasn't on my bucket list. Uh, what I did love about it is has been 107 degrees every single day in texas and getting to detroit i think the high was 87 while we were there so nice. i could i could i could handle a little bit more of that but it was a fun trip fun trip had a good time now on your super popular podcast wrestle chat podcast you wrestle gave away chat. tickets for this show what was that experience like uh for those winning those tickets Man, they they seem to be just super jacked. The the sister won the tickets for uh, really for her brother. Her brother is the big fan of the family, and when he did tell us, he he looked at me and he said, "So you're the Ant Man?" I was like, "Yeah." And he looked at Michael. He goes, "You're Michael." 
Michael said, yeah. And he goes, you need like Michael the Butcher or something like that at the end of your name. So <laughs> we may have to rename Michael, but he was a that, that, uh, it was brother and sister went. They had an amazing time or seemed to and uh, just ecstatic to be at the show. And they're actually from about uh, 45 minutes an hour away from Detroit. And so it wasn't a, a long trip for them. And uh, yeah, they seemed to seemed to enjoy it. It was really fun for us to, to be able to give those away. And uh, we'll be doing more of that coming up on the uh, extreme extremely popular from your mouth to God's ears podcast, <laughs> wrestle chat podcast. So yeah. Now, uh, now if I'm understanding correctly, uh, you're, you ha- already have, or getting ready to do a little bit of a programming adjustment for wrestle chat too. Yeah. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Well, we had some, uh, we had some, uh, very constructive criticism that, that came across our comments section, uh, not too long ago, uh, that said, um, uh, that, well, it just, uh, I'll paraphrase, you should quit and go to work at McDonald's. So, uh, we did the opposite. We actually started doing more of them. So now <laughs> we're kind of separating things up. And, uh, on Tuesday you get a recap of Monday night raw. So if you're a big fan of raw, then that's the one that, uh, that you can check out on Thursday. We do one that's a recap of AEW dynamite. So if you don't care about raw, you don't care about SmackDown, you really love AEW Thursday's your show. And then on Saturday, of course, we recap Friday's SmackDown and kind of just filter and some other things that have happened throughout the week. So now there are three episodes. So come on, criticize us. We'll do more episodes. Appreciate the comments. Keep those coming. Very cool. <laughs> awesome. Very cool. Awesome. <laughs> if you smell. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Well, uh, 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 as, as Ant said, you know, we got to go meet some cool people, hang out at a wrestling event. Yeah. Um, that kind of capped off a very long, like 12 day period for me in that 12 days, I'm, I'm going to count layover cities as well, but I was in Charlotte, Columbus, Ohio, or, or Charlotte, North Carolina, Columbus, Ohio, Nashville, Tennessee, Detroit, Michigan, Chicago, and uh, maybe that was it. So in a 12 day period, I was in all of those locations and I was traveling for work and doing all kinds of stuff. I didn't see my family very much. And so I got to experience what it was like to live out of a suitcase and I'm here to report to you guys. Not a fan, not fun, but, uh, it was, it's nice to be home, uh, after all that traveling, um, and, uh, got to meet some cool people along the way, um, made some new friends, uh, both business and personal. And so, uh, yeah, excited to be back, uh, in the podcast groove at home and, um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun traveling all over the place, experiencing different, different temperatures other than blazing hot pit of hell. So, man, Mike's been everywhere, man. He's been everywhere. <laughs> I, uh, <clears throat> we did a uh, family movie night and we couldn't decide what to watch. So of course we watched. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Did anybody ever nice. see that movie before? Oh, great <laughs> movie. It's been a while, yes. but yeah. I was great worried. I, th- I haven't watched it since I was. It came out in 1991. That's probably the last time I watched it. And for some reason, I had thought there was like these huge legs that were boring in the middle. Boy, did my kids love that movie. They thought it was the best. <laughs> That's awesome. And they asked if I you could really it in do forever that. either. 
they asked if you could really do that with a dead body back then if somebody died because <laughs> they, they just put it in a no. case and put take it to the mortuary and put a uh, nice old lady inside died of natural causes that's awesome uh ryan you know the age of my children all the way down forget the two-year-old but my seven-year-old is it appropriate to watch as a family movie night even yeah there's no there's nothing bad in it at all i was i was worried because i think it was rated pg-13 but i i think today it would be rated pg there was really nothing bad in there okay i i, I think we're gonna have to add that to the list i had kind of forgotten all about that movie and then i saw it the other day i can't remember what streaming channel i was on and it's i saw hulu it and I was and, like yeah it's on hulu and hbo right now yeah, it just it opened up a bunch of memories. I I remember watching that with my mom and John as a kid. That's fun. Yep. That's cool. My youngest daughter had never seen uh, uh, Wizard of Oz. We watched that the other night. That should be rated R. What did, her first time watching it. What <laughs> that did, movie's uh, a trip. <laughs> yeah. I always like to see kids' reactions the first time they watch that movie. Yeah. What was her reaction to that movie? It's funny. The first thing she she's she just turned nine, so she uh, she was watching. She goes, "Oh, finally in color." Oh, <laughs> oh nice. So first part's in black and white, and then of yeah, course yeah. The, the Oz part goes to to color. And and of course, my wife had to explain, honey, that's how everybody used to watch TV. It was always in black and white. She's oh, so boring. It's so boring. <laughs> So she was probably, she was probably thinking at the beginning of that movie, what is dad making me watch right now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. she kind of yeah. was just like, what is going on? Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, so I, I don't have much either in the way of uh, life stories, but um, I did have something kind of dumb happen at work. So we've got this ute that works at our place. A ute? You guys know what a ute is? Donkey. No, it's a fancy way of saying youth. Uh, anyways, oh, yes. it's a youth. Uh, he's a part-time kid. He kind of cleans up around the uh, production shops. Well, they were having a slow day, so they decided to bring him into the office. Um, I think I've only met him uh, like once. Anyways, he's walking around. He's spraying um, our the, the wood doors. He's spraying the baseboards and cleaning. Um, he even sheepishly knocked on my door and was like, can I spray and can I, can I spray and clean your door? I'm like, yeah, kid, come on in. It's not, not, not a big deal. Just shine my shoes when you're done. You peasant. Uh, anyways, um, the office is, the office is pretty decent sized. There's a lot of men that work in the office. We do have Jay. I work in a big office, a big yeah. corner office, <laughs> big corner office. I share an office space just so, just so we're clear. I don't have my own. Uh, anyways, the men do outrule the women, and I want you guys to understand that because downstairs we have a men and women's bathroom. Well, there's a rule. If you go to the, if you have to use the restroom, you go to the men's room, it's occupied. You can use the women's if you need to. Well, let me tell you, I needed to. And I usually have a personal oh, no. rule. I try to just keep it to number one. I only go into the women's room if I have to go number one. But that other day, I had to go number two. So I go ahead and I go into the uh, women's room and I'm like, well, let me just hurry this along. And um, I'm, I'm in and out of there maybe three minutes tops. I get done. I head back to my office and I'm like, everything's good. I'm working on my computer. My door knocks. Um, and uh, I'm like, yeah, come on in. And it's that kid. And he walks in. He goes, who's Jay? And I go, me, I'm, I'm Jay. What's wrong, man? And he goes, did you just use the women's bathroom? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. And he goes, that's unacceptable, bro. Okay. Unacceptable. And just like gags and runs out of my office. (laughs) My office mate was crying tears of joy while I just sat there after getting roasted by this kid. And I'm like, well, I lost all my pride in that moment. So anyway. Is that like the, is that like the moment where you like act like it's all fine and cool, but then you get in your car to go home and you're just like, just like thinking on it. Like I, John, something I, wrong. I, I think about it every day for the last week. I, I mean, it, it hasn't left my mind. You just can't escape it. You always yeah. think you're less of a man now because of the way he reacted. So how would the kid know that, how would the kid know your name and that you use the bathroom? Yeah, as I great question. So as I was going into the women's room, one of the uh, trust uh, the trust manager actually saw me going in there. So I've already yelled at him for throwing me under the bus because he he backed up pretty hard, and I, I was I didn't think it was that bad. But so that guy just go uh, around the whole office and say, "Do you know Jay just used the women's bathroom? Hey, did you know totally Jay good. used the women's bathroom? Totally <laughs> did. Yeah, yeah. Send an email to everybody." Yeah. And I obviously stunk it up. So, yeah, yeah. See, if you would have used some poopery, then you would have gotten away with it. Sponsor right. poopery. That would be a, that would be a perfect skit for that Tim Robinson show on Netflix oh. right there. <laughs> You're not and wrong. Then, and then the next day he comes to the office, I got a bunch of fe- feminine products on the desk for him and stuff like that. Dude, that's funny. I don't have a whole lot for mustard. Uh, I honestly didn't have anything until we started talking, and then I thought of something. Um, I've been on airplanes to fly in for my new job, and one of the things I've realized is when they talk about the safety instructions for airplanes, you know, they're like, make sure you have your seatbelt on. Make sure you use your seat seat as a flotation device. When the mask falls from the sky, put it on your face. That's like best case scenario for your plane wrecking and you surviving, you know, like it's just all like one big hoopla. Like if this plane's about to crash into a mountain or into the ocean or something like that, you know, like, is it really going to matter? Like, is it going to matter that I'm buckled in? Will I survive? Um, I think the whole idea of the masks falling down is just to distract you from you're about to crash and die. (laughs) So you're not worried about anything else. I think it's just all there. So you're just like panicked about, I can't get the mask on. I can't get the mask on. Well, the dumb thing, John, the other day, you guys know I've been, I flew a lot too. The other day I got in the plane and I was like, all right, so where's the flotation device? And I was like trying to make sure I knew where it was. And I thought, I'm not flying over an ocean. I'm not going over any body of water. Why do I need to know this? And I kind of had that same epiphany. They're just trying to distract me. Yep. It doesn't yeah. matter. Well, I'm like this to, is great, to, but to something educate bad you guys oh, a little bit, what you may oh, not thank know, you, Michael, because because I, I looked into this because I had the same questions. So planes, uh, the 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 controls for planes are still 100 percent mechanical. They are not electronic. Therefore. Unless some super mutant goose takes off an entire wing or something like that, even if the plane goes completely dead, the pilots can bring the plane to the ground and coast to try and bring the plane to a stop. So again, short of a huge explosion or losing a wing entirely, you actually stand a good chance of needing those things. The seatbelt will keep you in your seat when the plane, you know, floats onto the ground if you're in a body of water um that Propaganda, type of thing Mike. but here's the thing 
what I learned to, to, to go off of your story, John, what I learned is that they really do talk about that every single time. (laughs) And now I know why people tune out because, because when you're on the third flight of the day, with the same airline, I wish you could just get like a card that says, you know, you know, the, uh, the, uh, Ron Swanson, I know more than you leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) Just imagine you're about to crash into a mountain or the ocean and the radar's going off. The planes just flying to the ground. They're like, Ooh, get that mask on your face. You'll be good. You know, I surprised you guys don't know this. Uh, I'm going to blow your mind here for a minute. There's a well-documented uh, series about this. Um, you can look it up if you want, uh, about a, a FedEx worker that got into a plane crash and used a flotation oh, device yeah. to survive. <laughs> and he actually survived on an island. Right. And the only thing that kept him alive was he had to deliver this package. <clears throat> and, and he did it. He did it. And he, uh, he did it. It's, it's a, they made a movie about it, uh, pretty accurate, called Castaway. Yeah, but he wasn't buckled into his seat. <laughs> yeah, he was. He, he cut it open, didn't he? With his knife. Seat belts. Seat belts cost more lives than they save. <laughs> I think the funniest part that I, or the funniest bit I ever saw of that is he delivers the package. I can't remember if it was Family Guy or what it was, but he delivers the package, and they're like, "Oh, awesome!" And they open it up, and it's all this survival gear. And everything he could have used on the it's island. It's my satellite phone I ordered years ago. Yeah. It's my satellite phone the, uh, and Firestarter and it's all this I stuff. I think that was the MTV Movie Awards. I think it was the spoof oh, they did oh, with the MTV Movie Awards. Oh, so hilarious. funny. <laughs> all right. We'll take a quick break and we'll get right back with the draft. All right, cronies, it's draft time. It's draft time. That's right, it's draft time. Here's how it works. Each player will get four picks to create the best lineup for today's topic. Once the teams are selected, the man-child universe gets to decide which person takes the win. Tonight, we are doing a bank-robbing draft. You have to draft an accomplice, a weapon, a vehicle, and a getaway or hideout plan, which you're going to do after you steal the money. Boom. Tonight's draft order, we're going to pick right now. I'm writing my numbers down. All right, Ant, since you're our guest, go ahead and pick a number one through five. Mm. Three. Three, you got pick number two. John, one, two, four, or five. Four. You got pick number four. <laughs> Mike, one, two, or five. I will take two. You got pick number three. Okay. <laughs> Jay. One or five. This is what happened last time. You picked the wrong one. (laughs) Brian, I will defer 
picking number one. I will let you pick number one. I will go last number five. You're so you're picking number the number five. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna draft play number the game. Five. I want to be you're last. Gonna, okay, I'll pick number. I'll do number one then. Thank you, Rob. I'm way too nervous to go number one tonight. I just, <laughs> there's so many ways my draft can go. So right. I've gotta, I've gotta, tone, I've got gotta pick. hear people. I am glad I got pick number one because I'm going to take my accomplice. I have some great names written down for accomplice, but I like one more than the other because I want to take somebody that has real life experience that. Uh, can handle himself and drive my getaway vehicle no matter what it is. I'm taking Dominic Toretto. Ooh. Now, now we said Dom, Dom. for this draft that there was no superpowers, and some might Definitely. consider Dom's ability to drive a superpower. Mm. That's true. <laughs> That's not a good pick, Ryan. You can't do that. <clears throat> oh, stop I'm kidding. <laughs> His superpowers is family. <laughs> It's all about family. 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 You got. You can pick either an accomplice, or you can pick a weapon, or a getaway okay. vehicle, or your getaway plan. You don't have to right do it in any order. Doing. Okay. I think I'm going to go accomplice, so I'm going to go Chuck Norris. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. oh, I won. You can't go wrong with Chuck. Hold on, that's a that's an accomplice and a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my my weapon is Chuck Norris. <laughs> My getaway, getaway car, vehicle, Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. <laughs> My plan, Chuck, Chuck Norris. Norris. Chuck Norris. Norris. Bingo. Nice. I like it. Yeah. All right. Is that me? You're up, mm-hmm. Mike. Ryan and Mike, John, Jay. All right. I am also going to take my accomplice. Um. I wanted to create a unique scenario for my bank robbery. I will admit it's probably not holistically based in reality. I was probably thinking about it more like a movie per se. So I realized that I'm not actually trying to rob a bank with this lineup, but I I wanted it to be kind of fun and whimsical, Um, which is why I have selected as my accomplice, none other than Mr. Steve Buscemi. The actor, Steve Buscemi? Just the actor, not any character he's playing. (laughs) I'm taking just Steve Buscemi. (laughs) Steve Buscemi. And I thought you were going to say Steven Seagal for a second. I thought, oh, we're going to meet up at the same bank robbery and have a fight. (laughs) The Battle of the Roundhouse Kicks. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to take my sure car John, off the board. I'm sure John and Jay are very disappointed because Steve Buscemi was probably high in their list. So yeah. good pick there. <laughs> very up there. Very I'm going to take there. my uh, 
Kind of like Mike did, I wanted to go fun and whimsical with this idea. So I'm going to take my car off the board, and that's going to be the DeLorean time machine from Back to the Future. That will be you my car. Suck. I, was I had that written down. Time machine. It's <laughs> a good pick. I didn't even have that written down. But Son it's just gun. the DeLorean, right? Because it's a real yeah. life scenario, so it's not actually a time machine. Technically, he said only person, too, right? persons couldn't have powers. He never said anything about cars not oh, having powers. Wow. He's right. Okay. All the guidelines. He's right. DeLorean mm-hmm. time machine Straight off trickery. the board. Straight John always finds the loopholes every time. Every freaking time. Our our drafts are going to have to end up being like six page contractual document. Please, <laughs> he'll still find something. He'll find a loophole. No, that's fine. I um I have a fun idea. I'm going to keep rolling with my fun idea, um as well. So I'm going to go ahead and take my getaway vehicle, and my getaway vehicle is a submarine. Um, not made by Ocean Gate. I have to clarify that. Okay. Um, but it is a submarine. Um, my weapon of choice for my draft is going to be <clears throat> sleeping gas. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So you All took right. a submarine and sleeping gas? Who wouldn't take a submarine? I took a submarine and I took my weapon, sleeping gas. I'm very curious how you're going to get to the submarine after you rob a bank. I'm very curious how <laughs> sleeping gas will work underwater unless you're robbing Atlantis or something. Or... Well, we've robbed, I'm, we robbed the bank. Uh-huh. Uh, it's near an ocean, Ryan. <laughs> I hop in my submarine. <laughs> Hold on. You can't oh. give away your details yet. Yeah. Nope. And, we'll wait till the but, end. Not the end. Uh, okay. Or I'll, I'll, I'll draft what it is. You I give use, it away. I'll take okay, it. Okay. Why you're, why we're waiting till the end, I'm going to Google how long it takes to get a submarine prepared to go underwater. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Not <laughs> very long, Ryan. Ask Ocean Gate. Not very long. <laughs> All right. I'm going to take my accomplice, accomplice now. I need somebody who knows how to work that dang DeLorean time machine. So I'm going to take Dr. Emmett Brown. Dr. Brown. Okay. Great okay. Scott. 1.21 gigawatts. All right. It is back to me. <clears throat> I am going to take my, what do I want to take? I'm going to take my vehicle. And. Since John took the DeLorean, I am going to take Michael Keaton's Batmobile. Mm. Not conspicuous at all. Nice pick. Mm-mm. Nobody's going to. That's going to be nope. easy APB. Look for a Batmobile. 89 Batmobile. Isn't that only you know a one-seater? That Christian Bale's Batmobile was way better, right? Uh, yeah, no. but there was something beautifully phallic and beautiful <laughs> about... About Michael Keaton's backyard. Now, is Steve Buscemi going to be in the Batmobile with you, or is he your fall guy that you pin the whole thing on at the back? I'm just we'll saying the out. details have to wait till later. I'll, I'll create a little story around it. All right, I'm going getaway vehicle, too, and it is Kit from Knight Rider. Ah, very, very good nice. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. All right. I got back-to-back picks. I will take my weapon. I will take the most common gun in the world, a Glock. 
for my weapon. <laughs> and my getaway vehicle, I will take the most common vehicle in the world, a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Dom would get in one of those, man. <laughs> you chose the wrong accomplishment, man. Dom's foot goes through the floorboard of a Corolla. It's going to be a souped-up Corolla. Oh, it's going to be all cool. And- I've, I've never put it. Everyone's thinking big. Everyone's thinking big and whimsical, and you start yep. off with Dom Toretto yep. and then go with a Glock and a Corolla. Like, I don't, I don't, I've never I seen don't anybody put a uh, put a turbo on a on a Corolla before, but I guess we're going to see it now. Oh man, there's not going to be room for the for the cash. I have four tanks of Nas in the back of that thing. Yeah, uh, surprisingly, a lot of space in the trunk on a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> got it. Got it. Uh, for a weapon, I think I'm going to go with an EMP. Ooh, oh, man. Ooh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right. I am up now, and I'm going to take my... Hold on. Hold on. Yes. Does that EMP affect kit after nope. you use it? Mm-mm. No? <laughs> okay. That's why. You sure about that? I'm sure. All right, I'm going to take my weapon, and for my weapon, I'm going to go with the box from the movie The Box, where it's the button that kills one random person in the world. Got it. Got it. And so I'm going to walk into the bank, and I'm going to say, everybody get on the floor. If I push this button, one of us might die. Don't make me do it. I can just see it. I can see it now. They're all sitting there going, I don't believe it. And you hit it, nobody dies. You're like, oh, great. One of these guys got to die. Eventually, the box will come for you. (laughs) People dying everywhere. Now, the whole point of the movie, The Box, is after you press the button, somebody close to you, like your child or your wife or somebody close to you family wise that dies just I, so you know i like this box oh make <laughs> some random person button. in the world so yes i'm right, taking the for, box from the movie the box perfect for my weapon i'm gonna go with uh uh tnt or explosives hmm. something to make a big bang big grand entrance and exit well you gotta Very make nice. it clear here tnt well is did everyone already take a weapon yes so john okay so just tnt explosives I was gonna, a so, nuclear warhead is an explosive. Good. I mean, technically, that time machine is. Uh, you gonna take a nuke? That's what you should take. All right, okay. Jay. I'm up. I'm gonna finish off my scenario here. So, just so we're clear, I took that submarine. You do not have to have special powers to drive a submarine or even lessons ocean gate proved that so i don't need someone to drive the submarine i'm gonna drive it myself but i'm not too good with sleeping gas so i'm gonna take the best thief in the world who's also really good with sleeping gas and that's dominic cobb from the movie inception and so i'm taking uh played by leonardo dicaprio if you guys don't know so i'm taking uh dom cobb from inception 
uh, we're going to put the bank people to sleep. Not just one layer of sleep, many layers of sleep. <laughs> a dream to, within a dream? Gonna, <laughs> we will plant the ideas that they're going to give us that money, which they wake up and will. And we are going to walk across the street, hop into our submarine <laughs> that I will drive to our hideout getaway place. And that is going to be to the Corn Islands off of Nicaragua. Now, Nicaragua is known for telling the U.S. no in extradition cases. So I'm going to give the Nicaraguan government plenty of reasons to say no. Money talks, son. Money talks. That's my plan. Wow. Okay. Very elaborate. Well thought out. Submarines take 30 seconds to five minutes to submerge. (laughs) So very good there. Um, Also, I don't know how far Nicaragua is, but... I don't know. Can a submarine make it that far? You have oh, to stop I did off? my research. I've okay. already made my research. <laughs> my research. I had to look up. I've planned this out, Ryan. Trust me. I'm going to. He uh, learned how to I... drive a submarine. Yeah. It's that In little the... joystick you controller that yeah, they use I with those. I play PlayStation all the time. I'm good. I know how to. I'm going to actually use a brand name controller, too. Oh my It'll God. be dual shock and everything. He forgot to he forgot to charge it. <laughs> it starts vibrating. Oh, you're by a herd of jellyfish. Oh yeah. no! <laughs> oh, so live your rest of your life with Leonardo DiCaprio. Nice. All right. Enjoy. Here's the Back to the Future bank heist. I like mm-hmm. to call it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get my accomplice, Doc Brown. We're going to get in the. DeLorean time machine. We're going to use some TNT, maybe strap some on our chest to look like real crazy people. Do a little couple explosions, get inside the safe, get the money. And then we're going to go hide out in the past with that money. Mm. And we're going to invest in the stocks. We're going to grow that money mm. and we're going to become rich. Mm. Do you think anybody's going to question the dates on the dollar bills you stole in the past? <laughs> I was call. wondering. That's what money laundering's all about. <sighs> okay. Hmm. okay. As long as you can Not pass all call. those bills, I guess. I mean, if you were going to the past anyway, did you really need to rob the bank in the first place when you could just manipulate the stock market having a time machine? But this is a lot cooler to rob a bank <laughs> than going <laughs> to the past. It's a lot cooler. <laughs> Are you? I mean, you could have done this anyway. whole thing with five bucks. <laughs> It'd be a lot cooler if you did. Maybe that's all we're taking after we blow up the bank. Are you getting the TNT from the Back to the Future 3 uh, place, the Western? Mm. Yeah, might as well. That's a good question. question. All right. Well, only thing I have left is my hide. Yod. It's a thing. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. He does it on a wrestle channel podcast all the time too. So I, it's just well, gonna be just my so thing. you know it's not you, it's him. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we should call it like Michael's cute yawn moment or something of the show. <laughs> so little, Michael's like, cute I think yawn start, moment. Here's what we both both of us should start doing is a slow mo yawn. When you do it, you get a slow mo you get to take that footage and it's it stretched out over yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. That would be, be good. Fun. So anyway, uh here's how here's how it's gonna go. I am going to pick up Steve Buscemi in my Batmobile from Michael Keaton's Batman movie. I'm going to drive to the bank. I'm going to run in, state my demands, and say, 
I have a weapon with me. It is this button that might kill one of you if I press it. So I'm going to be holding them hostage while I get the money. We're going to get the money. We're going to run back out to the Batmobile. Of course, um, we're going to have to strap the money to the top of the Batmobile. And Steve Buscemi is sitting in my lap um, because it is a one seater. Um, And then for our getaway, we are going to travel to Dr. Evil's volcano lair. And we're going to lay low in Dr. Evil's volcano until everything blows over and we can enjoy our money. And during such time, Steve Buscemi and I realize that we've always loved each other and we spend the rest of our days together. <laughs> well, we had a chance to get Steve on the show and he's like, no, not <laughs> never mind. I never want to meet that fan. With that hard back. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. It's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, Okay, so what? uh, Chuck Norris and I walk in. We don't say anything. Just push the EMP. People know. (laughs) They just know they're all paying attention to him. Doors of the safes open. We march in, get those, throw them in Kit. No other car works except for Kit. So we just drive away. And um, I'll be honest, I didn't plan this <laughs> this too far out. <laughs> um, I'm thinking Robin Hood and the whole thing, though. I think it's just giving it all away. Just wow. make it rain while you're driving by. People forget mm-hmm. about their car not working. Forget about their phone not working. Just raining cash from the sky. For a moment, like- everyone's like, Chuck Norris is a bad guy? And then you go and do something like that and totally redeem yourself. See, I knew. I knew. You knew. Good old Chuck Norris. Yes, sir. All right. I'll finish mine off here. I'm going to go with my buddy Dominic Toretto. We're going to have a couple of Glocks to go in there. Uh, We're going to rob the bank and steal and get away in our Toyota Corolla. Nobody's going to see be able to figure out why you know the cops are going to be looking for some awesome vehicle. We're going to be in this silver Toyota Corolla. And then um, we are going to buy a laundromat and a car wash to use to launder, launder our money and live a long, Like physically or metaphorically, life. since you're buying a laundromat? <laughs> metaphorically. Because oh, laundromats both. and car washes are two of the most profitable businesses you can own so very easy right. to launder the money yep it is indeed so you're telling me dom toretto who does all these mission impossible style <laughs> scenes <Yep>. and heists <laughs> is going to help you rob a bank yep. so you can invest it in a laundry mat and a car wash if the only reason i picked them if things do get hairy while we're in the toyota corolla he can probably get away from the cops well, it still is a Toyota Cross. <laughs> you go from zero to 60 in like 20 seconds. <laughs> Nobody's going to suspect a Toyota. They're going to be looking for 8,000 Toyota Corollas in the city. You're going to be yelling, be Dom, right. floor it. He'll be like, I am. I am. Hit the NOS, Dom, and it goes up to 80. <laughs> whole car's vibrating about to <laughs> Backfires. Um, I do have a couple of honorable mentions I do want to mention. I'm sure we all Please. do. Um, so a couple of my accomplishments, I had Memphis Reigns from Gone in 60 Seconds. 
And Robert McDougal McDougal from Entrapment. Sean Connery. Mm. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Um, (laughs) For a getaway vehicle. I also had if Toyota Corolla got taken, just in case. <laughs> just I in had case. A, Honda Civic. I had a used. I had a used Dodge Caravan with the little uh-huh. family figures in the back and a <laughs> school sticker on the back window. Yeah. yeah. And my Good. my other getaway uh, honorable mention was I was going to build a false wall in the sewer system and hide all my money back there till a later date. Nice. There you go. Okay. Um. Nice few honorable mentions for me i had considered briefly that another accomplice i would have would have been tim curry just because he would terrify everyone um very good one of my weapons that was an honorable mention was the holy hand grenade from monty python and the holy grail um and then i had also considered uh for um a hideout the arctic layer from gi joe or coincidentally, since we had just talked about it, the uh, Tom Hanks cave from Castaway. Mm, nice. Nice. Very Jay good. might be going there in a the submarine. Yep. <sighs> I will indeed. I, I, I did some, mine. Oh, John, you have your. I did mine as different heists. So I did the Back to the Future heist with you guys. Then I also did the Bruce Wayne heist. And that's where you get Bruce Wayne. You get bat, the bat suit as your weapon. Batmobile as your car. And then the Batcave is your hideout. The Bruce Wayne heist. Nice. And then I did the Robin Hood heist. That's where you get Robin Hood. You get bows and arrows as your weapon. Mm -hmm. You get the horse and buggy as your getaway car. And you go live on the outskirts of Nottingham as your hideout. (laughs) (laughs) They'll never get you. They'll never get you. you They're afraid of that forest. They're afraid of that forest. (laughs) That's right. Do you you by chance have one called the Pete Davidson heist? I'd really like to know the the elements of that one. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'll work on it. This is a family podcast, Michael. We can't discuss that one. (laughs) All right. Well, similar to John, I kind of was trying to piece it together. So um, depending on what I had to take, if I had to take the Dark Star prototype jet from Top Gun 2, obviously I'm taking Pete Maverick Mitchell as my accomplice and we'll have a nuclear warhead um as our weapon at that point it could be any scenario i want um i could travel to mancow china it's a it's literally the chinese vegas there's casinos everywhere and it is known for its money laundering so i thought that that would be kind of fun uh another scenario i I got a question for you oh please do we're going to china i got a question for you yeah on your nuke, are you just going to like um, true lies it and point the jet at the bank for your nuke? Pretty much, yeah. Cool. Pretty That's much. Pretty cool. And uh, if they don't give me the money, I'm going to blow everyone up. I just want to be clear. I I don't care. I I will I will murder this country. Anyways, okay. Uh, next up, let's see. I had um. Oh, I had a Black Hawk helicopter, and so if I'm mm. going to have my Black Hawk, not an Apache helicopter, John. Now, the Apache helicopter is a little more deadly, but it can't carry as much weight as the Black Hawk mm. helicopter, which is why I need that. At that point, I'm going to have Ethan Hunt fly that with me. Um, the uh, weapon can be any number range of missiles um, um, and machine guns attached to the Black Hawk helicopter. 
And then we will fly that into Pennsylvania, which is the Amish culture. Uh, we will hide it. <laughs> we will live. <laughs> we will live a more simple life, and we will let them take us in. We will there slowly. No... We will slowly progress to become Mennonite, so we can spend our money and get some of the nicer features of life, but not too nice. Um, and we can pay people for new identification. That's our plan, me and Ethan. Hunt. There's no better place to launder your money than Amish country. You don't have to pay right. taxes. You, you know, that cash is gold. It's, it's a pretty solid place. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. You fit right in there, too, Jay, with that beard. They probably think you're just one of them. You wear a plaid <laughs> shirt and jeans. Thank probably you. fit right in. You Thank might you. get kicked out Good once to Tom Cruise starts going all Scientology on everyone. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Ethan Hunt, not Tom Cruise. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, thank you. All right. Well, Ant, we appreciate you coming on to the show. Heck yeah. We had a blast. Uh can't wait to listen to the WrestleChat podcast, which you get to listen to even more now. Yes. How fantastic is that? Amazing. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. You got it. Fantastic. Until next time. Peace. We out of here. Thanks for joining us today on the Manchild Chronicles. You can find us on your favorite social media platforms at The Manchild Chronicles. Don't forget to join us every Friday for a new episode. That's all for now. See you next time.